Hey, it's Page Avenue Crew Podcast. My name is Adam. My name is Gary. I am also Gary. My name is Donald. Don Long? Don is Donald. Donald Glover. Who's your favorite Donald on the spot? Go. Donald Duck. <laughs> <laughs> Ronald McDonald. Ronald. Ronald. I'm trying to post on Instagram, man. Oh, on What the, do you post it? You guys ever heard it? Yeah, Instagram.com. It's a great website. Yeah, man. I'm posting a video of us doing what we're doing right now. Oh, tight. Donald. Donald. <laughs> Gerald. Don- I used to watch DuckTales. Anybody? Yeah. 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 DuckTales. Woo-hoo. Yeah, Steve Aiello, big DuckTales fan. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Steve Aiello. Hello. Hello. We already talked last week about hanging out with our boy Steve Aiello, but hey, Josh, we hung out with Steve Aiello. Yeah. You didn't. Oh, Scoops. That's a new statement. Hey, uh, I got super high in the woods. <laughs> to, uh, your mom's house, like, like a couple. What about it? A couple months ago, uh, <laughs> some little guitar riffers playing, and what's her name? Christina. Christina? She goes, he's no Steve Aiello. Yeah, Did you hear no, that yeah, episode? They, yeah, they, they're yeah, friends. Yeah. yeah they no, know. I know. I just thought it was fucking dope. That's I texted cool. I texted Steve when he was on one of their live streams. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's great. Who is this? Tom Segura and Christina P- Pajitsky. Pajitsky. Yeah, um, pretty. Yeah, he's a Ma- massive podcast. Yeah, damn, you got a shout out. That's fucking amazing. Yeah, he's been on it. Like, oh, that's right. I remember. Yeah, oh yeah, that. I remember. You told me like so in thirty seconds. To, he Steve Aiello, songwriter dude, also plays bass in Thirty Seconds to Mars. They were on tour, and he made a video of him playing the riff. They're like jingle or whatever. To like a to like during sound check to an arena. Their long ass intro that they have. Yeah, don't 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 whatever. And like I guess posted it and they saw it or whatever. Yeah, I think he gave them like a guitar or something like that. Oh, either way, pretty fucking cool. I'll just listen to this podcast and she she goes, "Well, he's no Steve Aiello." It's like what? Yeah. What Dude, the that's fuck, dope. Steve? Yeah. So if, the moral of the story is we have to cover every theme song for every podcast we listen to to try to be a guest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Put that on the list. Do you guys have? We, we already covered our our theme song. Yeah. We nailed it to too. Try to do that drum fill for the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Does real time count? We could we crush that Bill Maher groove, dude. I always think about this. Okay, so uh, speaking of podcasts, that's probably the one I look forward. To, so I don't have HBO anymore, so I listen to Real Time with Bill Maher. It's probably the one I look most forward to. And I've thought about this over the years, especially when we were more political. Like, hey, how would we do on that show, or how would I do it? I would be terrified to go on that show. Oh, I would no, because I already have trouble getting all my thoughts out. Like, I feel like I'm a pretty intelligent dude, but like. Getting those thoughts from wrong, my <laughs> wrong, wrong from my brain and out of my mouth, like I struggle with that. Yeah, I don't know. I'd be so scared. I'm, yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> I'd be so afraid to be on that show. I'm, I would never. No, no, no way. No yeah. fucking way. I, I don't know. In, like, I don't pay attention to any of that shit. So I would be. I would be terrible. Yeah. When I, I listen like, to people say all that, I can go. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense, and I totally agree, and I get it. But no, I I'm can't. Not, I cannot. Spit you want the me fa- to repeat that? I can't no. spit facts. I ain't gonna speak on it. No. <laughs> yeah, I would, that would be. I could maybe get him to laugh a little bit, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fact man. I yeah, love Bill Maher. That would be fucking terrifying, dude. If somehow you just like stumbled into that and like, oh yeah, you're gonna be on real time. Uh, I'd be terrified yeah. to go on Joe Rogan's podcast. <laughs> Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's. <laughs> Joe. I yeah. go hang out with Bert though. Uh, Two Bears, One Cave is in the in the comedy world. I think that's my favorite podcast. Oh, it's the best. Dude, it's great. It puts me in the best mood. I just love their, like, Bert is so fucking neurotic and so just, like, on a different, he just thinks different than everybody. And those thoughts come out with no filter. Yeah. 
And Tom is just like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Keep Tom, talking. Tom feeds just keep it. Talking. He just he yeah, feeds yeah. it. He's it's like, so good. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. I agree. Yep. <laughs> I think I think you should definitely do it. Yep. When we were in California, California uh, Adam showed me that show, Dave. Great show. Hi, I'm Dave. Who's Dave? If you haven't seen Dave, watch it. It's fucking good. I listen What's to- that on? FX? Yeah, it's yeah. on Hulu and shit. I listen to Andrew Santino's podcast. Who the fuck is Andrew is that, Santino? He, he's, he's in that show. He's in that oh. show. He's a manager. Oh, the, yeah. with the beard, the ginger? Yeah. 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 He's got a podcast. He's fucking hilarious. That dude's funny. Yeah. I totally forgot because we watched it from, you know, episode one because Ryan hadn't seen it. Yeah. I forgot. Because Ryan, Ryan hadn't seen anything. <laughs> he, uh, I forgot the first few episodes, like their dynamic, you know, him like in the bathtub, like I've checking his watched, ad. I haven't even watched one episode. Oh, really? Not a full episode. No. Dude, you I would feel, love it. I feel like you would like it. I probably would. I just, I started watching it and I didn't finish the episode for whatever reason. I don't no. have a specific reason. Yeah. It's very much the music industry and yeah. it's like, it, it makes sense for us to watch it. I don't know if like normal people think that's cool or not, but for me, I'm like, oh shit, that definitely happened to us. You yeah. Know, yeah. Just like da- yeah. Shit like Dave, that. uh, Little Dicky, whatever his his sidekick that what's that guy's name? But Gata. Gata, he's the best dude. The best. That so Dan and I, uh, you flew home with Dale earlier than us, but Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> you flew home with Dale Earnhardt. You flew home with Dale, Dale Earnhardt, but Adam, or, his ghost. Dan, Dan and I were at the airport talking. That scene where he comes out as bipolar oh, and he starts that. crying. Yeah, yeah dude. dude, that's amazing. I was telling Dan, I was like, dude, I think that's real. Like, I think he's probably really bipolar. I oh, think that is. whole, yeah, I think I, that I whole thing was real because that is just too good. And too authentic for like a non-actor to pull off. So Dan, Google it. it like that shit's all real. And yep. and like apparently, uh, Dave or little Dicky. What's his real name? Dicky. Little Dave. 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 So apparently, Dave was like <laughs> his hey, his mom and dad named him Dicky. Hey, like you should feel like let's make this part of the show. Yeah. And just like, I don't know. That like was so moving. Yeah. Like so moving, dude. Yeah. Yeah. He makes the show cool for sure. Yeah. I wonder if uh, like, little Dicky's funny and all, but you know. I wonder if Andrew Santino kind of plays himself. Like, uh, I know he's the manager, kinda. but like his whole mm. personality. I've heard, right, right. I've heard him on I don't know a couple podcasts before. He, uh, this seems like more toned down and a little drier. Yeah, because he's not real funny on the show. Like no. he's pretty straightforward. Uh, like, yeah. Well, he's like that for being the comedian. He, well, he's, he's like the, kind that, of the not he's funny like guy. He's like that uh, Anthony Jeselnik. Like it's very like yeah, dry, weird humor. Yeah, like he's yeah. Fucking, he's like fucking with you the whole I time. I saw yeah. I saw him live in St. Louis oh, a really? couple years ago. Yeah. He opened for Joe Rogan actually. And oh, uh, okay. when I went and saw him, he does like stand up. He's a stand up. Yeah, I thought he was sure. hilarious. I didn't know who he was that night. They were calling him Cheeto Santino. And yeah. I'm like, who the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. So he's got, he's got a podcast called uh whiskey ginger. And yeah, then, yeah. and then he's also has another podcast with Bobby Lee. Who's another stand up who was on mad TV and stuff um, called uh, yeah, Bobby Lee. Yeah, he's bad friends too. or something like that. Uh-huh. And his Bobby Lee's podcast is fucking hilarious too. He's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, the, the interesting thing to me is, I mean, it's fucking all interesting because it's music industry related and some of it is so well depicted. Like when they start dealing with the label, I, I guess it's like late in season one. I don't know if you guys got this far. No, I've seen them all. They haven't, but yeah, but they go in for label meetings and the way we used to just do dumb self-destructive shit with the label and like didn't know how to talk to people sometimes and really wanted to do just dumb outlandish shit. It, <laughs> it really resonates with me. Especially the second season, he's actually releasing his album and it's called Penith with a TH. <laughs> and he's just like so fully about it. And he's like, I just don't think they understand. They're just, you know, they don't understand, understand the scope of Penith. <laughs> exactly. 
it's yeah, you'll fucking relate to it. That's what you related to. I'm just saying. I really relate to penis. Penis. It's just like wanting to do something stupid and outlandish that's actually probably pretty dumb. And the label's like, no, that's probably not a good idea, man. And then you push it through anyway and make it happen. Yeah. The, so whole, the whole thing is like curb your enthusiasm where it's like too uncomfortable the whole time, but you like identify with it fully because mm-hmm. you're like, oh God, that happens. Yes. Yeah. What, what's something off the top of your head that you can think of that the label said, no, that's, that's too whatever. Because I feel like they just let us do whatever the fuck we want. Which is why we're not on, on their label anymore. <laughs> yeah, what was a good example? Like, give me of that? a good example. That'd be like, fun to tell the people if we can remember something. They didn't let people die at the end of the anthem video. No, that right. that was like <laughs> they had to stand. That up. was MTV but standards. They like were the, worried an idea about that, that yeah. we had. They were like, no, that's just too much. Well, even that. That's that's interesting. We might have already said that, but anthem over dying day at the end. They all lay down like they got killed by the crows or whatever the fuck <laughs> happened. But then they all get up at the end. But the only reason we did that is because MTV wouldn't play it yeah. if people all die at the end because that's like. It was after 9-11. It they, was got, like, yeah. they got murdered you know. by a murder of crows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was like politics. You had to do that kind of shit in videos and in songs and everything, promotion, anything. To get somebody to play it. Yeah. Yep. So basically, even bands would do shit where there's like a version that is like, okay, well, if MTV doesn't let us do this, here's the version that's more acceptable. Mm-hmm. Please, please, yeah. please play our video. Yeah, we oh, make I, alternate I edits and shit. They said we couldn't work with Terry Date. At- True. Second record, yeah. 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 In the wake of Determination, we met with Terry Date, and he was fucking awesome. He had done all the Deftones records and he a bunch quit of Pantera. He kept like, asking Pantera. questions the whole Pantera. time. Pantera. <laughs> he would have quit. Yeah. Clean your room, Pantera. <laughs> Terry Date was all in. He was all excited. He yeah, was, but he, he didn't spend enough time with us. He would have quit by the <laughs> yeah. end. Yeah. Yeah, no, true. he was in, dude. He came out to the show. and All they wanted to do was talk about Pantera and the Deftones. Yeah, yeah. I mean, said, nope. Four weeks in, we haven't even tracked anything. Yeah. <laughs> that Dude, that call we had with him did feel like we were fucking interviewing him. Was, like, that, the, was that our first choice? Is that the first guy we met with? Yes. Because then we well, met... Yeah. Bob Rock. Because then we, we met to. with Bob Rock. But we didn't want to spend a million dollars. That's the only reason we didn't really <laughs> explore that. That would have cost a million dollars. But Maverick was going to pay... Well, but they we were also supposed to, go to, supposed to go to Hawaii and record. Yeah. And we were like, yeah. no, we don't want to leave. <laughs> That's <laughs> weird because he, he did the Simple Plan record at that time. Which sounded Stupid. fucking good. Which was great. Yeah, I don't know if it was before or like right after. No, yeah, it was. A, it was. I, he it was, came with Pierre, didn't he? He yeah. brought Pierre to see That's Bob right. Rock to yeah, the Warp Tour. Like they were standing on the stage together. And then, oh, and then Bob Rock's came, Canadian. So then they he were came in, in our bus. Uh, you remember that shit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they come and ha- came in. But before that, I had a call with Bob Rock, and I remember being in the bathroom on the bus talking. I was like, "This is a weird moment that I'm talking to the dude who made the Metallica Black album, and like we're just." Like, we just had kind of, like, started to get big, you know, with Paige. We had one record out, you know? And this dude's like, yeah, come to Hawaii, blah, blah, blah. And I started, like, asking questions. Dude's just, I, I don't know, I'm not going to go into dude, detail about it. No, but it was, like, fucking mind- go to Hawaii. It was, like, mind-blowing to me that, like, this dude, did the Black Album, is, like, trying to talk me into Like, the doing biggest a, doing producer, yeah. like, ever at that point. You know, yeah. there had been nobody who'd made bigger yeah. rock records than Bob Rock. Was like sell was like trying to sell me. Yeah. And yeah. I'm just like, this and is we backwards. Didn't do it. Like this For is anyone so backwards. who doesn't know, like the black album and the By Metallica. Yeah, and, like Dr. the three Feel albums Good. after that. Didn't Dr. He do Feel Dr. Good. Feel Good? Do- yeah, did yeah. Dr. Feel Good. Yeah. If you don't know that, I don't know. What's he, did, he did that sweet whammy bar. <laughs> I mean, there's <laughs> yeah. millions more, but those are like two of the biggest records from our whole lives. Yeah. 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 And he was fully he down. And he wanted to do our record and we said no. But the dude, I remember Jesus I Christ! Like I'm, I was, I'm going home now. We should just stop. We should be done, dude. I think the deciding factor. How are we still banned? I feel like the deciding factor was Reese, our manager at the time, goes two things. One, you make an album with Bob Rock. It's going to sound like a Bob Rock album. It, you're just going to get that. I remember going. That's cool. Uh, 
but that was his one thing. We and were then, a little worried about it, like because a lot of the stuff that was big was a little dated at that point. Because mm-hmm. the yeah. early two thousands, things were changing. Pro Tools and fucking the world had you know technology was it quickly advancing and. We didn't want it to sound like an old 80s record or something, but yeah. he wasn't making records that sounded like that, but we didn't know what was going to happen, you know? And then his other thing was, you're going to spend the entire budget on the album and him, and you won't put a dollar in your pocket. Yeah. You could make it with somebody else, make it at home, build out your studio, which is yeah. what we did, and pocket yeah. a bunch of money, which he was also saying, hey, I get to pocket money too, yeah, yeah. without saying that out loud. Yeah. Yep. That so, sounds about right. <laughs> so we obviously said, well, we'll, we'll do that. Because in our minds, we're like, we're the best band ever. We're going to make the biggest record either way. People go, it's going to be good. No we didn't need what. help from a producer. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I don't, I, don't think I, I don't think I met him in Canada. I think I was only on the call with you. I don't remember seeing him. He came to the show I, and I, he, I sat our, he came in our bus. Yeah. I think I was, it was like somewhere kinda, else. It was like rainy out. Kinda. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking Bob Rock. Holy shit. Yup. Robert, um, Robert Rock. I would have called you him know Robert who Rock was, the whole uh, time. Who's that dude that did that? Uh, <laughs> I, I know... Uh, I'm fucking spacing out now. Uh, is it Eric Valentine? Yeah, he's and the producer. He's, okay, yeah. do you remember when that Papa Roach, I know we can't talk, uh, or Lost Profits, we can't talk about Lost Profits anymore, but yeah, he did that. Record. the one record yeah. with Last Train Home on it, mm-hmm. like he, I always, like to this day, I think that record is so fucking cool. Like it's not the best sounding record, but it's just like the way it's, the way it's put together is really cool to me. I was really interested in that guy. That was yeah. like Feldman's like, dude, he looked up to, I remember. Yeah, he still makes good shit. He did an Alkaline Trio record that sounds yeah. really good. Bunch of other shit, but yeah. Howard Benson, did we try to talk to him? No. No, uh, no we were like turned off by him because he we didn't like the way a bunch of his records sounded that he did right around that yeah, time. Yeah, it depended on his engineer. Yeah. Uh, there was that one did, dude that did that what um Although I think he's great. It's just people different people mix his shit all the time, so the, it ends up the, sounding different. Because uh, he did like POD, that, uh yeah, whoever, satellite. Yeah, whoever was the engineer for that was like his good engineer, yeah. and then he had an in, a different engineer. And that Blindside record, I think. Uh, yeah. Because those two sounded amazing. Yeah, and he did but Finch, he, right? No. No, that no, was, that uh, was uh, Trombino, Mark Trombino. Mark Trombino. Yeah, same guy that did Bleed American. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Um, but then uh, then he did Hazen Street and My Kim, That's Three right. Cheers yeah. for Sweet Revenge. Yeah. And both those records, we didn't like the mixes on them, and we were just yeah, kind of like, because we were on tour with both of them around the time, uh, right before we made our second record, and we were like, man, I, I'm just not really into the sound that... Came out. I don't think he mixed either of those because I've heard some great records by Howard but Benson. I, I but I think the engineers were different. Yeah, Whatever obviously. Whatever the engineer yeah. was, was... He's more of just a producer and like the shit... Like the songs are great, obviously. But yeah, the execution of the mix is totally different. Yeah. The one other thing I can think of of the label where we wanted to do something that clearly we didn't know what we were doing or it wasn't the best decision or it was fucking too <laughs> off the wall and they let us do it. And in hindsight, I'm like, yep, they were right. Like everything... <laughs> Like pretty oh, much everything. I just thought of a good one. Go but um, when you and I, I'm pointing at Ryan Phillips, wanted to direct Sidewalks, and I remember having a lengthy discussion with Guy O'Siri. I remember like where I was in my house at the time and everything. I'm like, dude, we did, you know, we did this. The the thing that you guys wanted to sign us on, we did that. We we did this DVD. We did all this kind of stuff. We can fucking do this. Just trust us to do this. And he's like, all right, all right, I'll do it. Like I'll I'll fucking give you guys the keys, I'll whatever. And we hey, did, we did not make a good video. You made a decent video. It's not like it's shitty. It's just you don't like it. <laughs> it's a, dude. We I just think it's very it's like poorly it's good, executed. It's a good quality video. It's not bad. It just has nothing to do with the song at all. Yeah. And we were just like, oh, just be cool. Do like Treatment's let's a mix off, from forward motion with slow motion. That that's the only thing I thought yeah. was cool. Just being and, honest, and like, it is it has cool. A lot of people love song. that video. Like yeah. I don't know. 
Yeah. I, I just watched it the other day. It's and better I was than we like, don't care anymore. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah. I got a quarter of a million dollar haircut out of that video though. So that's cool. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I just remembered one. Um, I think it's Anthem Over a Dying Day as well. Uh, we were on the way to the video shoot and I was wearing a Hazen Street shirt. That's why I thought of it because Hazen Street, Hazen Street had just come out. That was uh, the dudes from Madball and H2O and like all oh, the yeah, hardcore bands that I love. But I was wearing a Hazen Street shirt and Guy O'Siri came in like he was at the video shoot and he's like, Hey Dan though, uh, I want to talk to you. Yeah. You, you should like not wear that shirt though. And I was like, why? He's like, dude, okay. Follow me here. He's like a guy in a band wearing another band shirt. He's like, it's just kind of like local band kind of thing. He's like, just makes you look way bigger if you're not doing that. And, and I, so I, I, I think I just wore it inside out or something and wore yeah. a plain black shirt. But, mm. uh, and 20 years later, I'm like, yeah, he was right. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's cool to support your friends' bands and stuff, obviously. Like, until the day I die, we all had band shirts on and stuff. But, like, I see the point now, though. Yeah. He's like, don't wear logos. Don't do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, do something different and kind of classy. And he was just thinking bigger, and I, you know, I didn't have that capacity in my brain at that point. Yeah. But he was totally right, though. I wish I had a Hazen Street shirt on because I love those dudes. But it's like, yeah, he was right. We didn't understand that. You know, especially in a, like a narrative thing where we're telling a story, how distracting like yeah. a band logo might be versus until yep. the day I die when it's just a live performance. Yeah, exactly. We I think really that was his that. point. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which I totally agree with. Well, because I think also it like blatantly said like Hazen Street. Yeah. It's, it's like, like the it singer is just going to have this advertisement on his shirt the whole time. And he's like, yeah. Like the until the day I die video, I had that Motion City shirt on, but yeah, like I had a Letter Kill shirt thing. on in that. Yeah. Like you can only see that. But it we all had band shirts and it was yeah, just like yeah. us at a band live environment show. and it made sense. Yeah, we were trying to tell a story with this one. Hey, yeah, he didn't want it to be distracting. Silence your shit, bro. Is that the refrigerator again? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah you, weren't, you weren't there, but our Matt, I heard that part. Our refrigerator was yelling at us saying, close me, motherfucker. Dude, I was over unplugging other appliances and shit. Like, what the fuck? I went to get a beer, and I was like, oh, it's just not closed. Oops. <laughs> yeah, killing it. Killing Tight. it. What were you going to say, Scooter? Oh, I was just going to say, I, I think if the bands are all huge and they're peers and they're huge, it's like a... I'm sure there's some Pantera video where like Dimebag's wearing like a Metallica shirt or vice versa or something like or Axl yeah. Rose is probably wearing like Metallica only wore Metallica shirts. Yeah. <laughs> I think at that level, it's just kind of, then it becomes like kind of cool again. Cause it's like, look how huge we all are. You yeah. Know? But think about, uh, Mike Kim when they did that world war two video when they're mm-hmm. like jumping out of the boats and fucking yeah. getting blown up and shit. Yeah. He's wearing the story of the year shirt in the video. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He'd be like, Hmm. That's yeah. not right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The <laughs> hey, story of the year wasn't around in 1942. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys remember being our, our old manager, Reese, had a... What the fuck's so funny? I'm sorry. I just thought about the the, uh, the outtake in life. You know when they're in the car, Eddie Murphy and Martin, and the phone rings? He's like, oh, let me get that. Yeah. Well, I know it's 1932. <laughs> yeah, I'm the first one to have it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> That's good. Sorry, go ahead. Reese was it's saying. It's past. No, I don't want to tell the story. Sorry, I couldn't help. No, I'm glad you're an, uh, an ign- ignoramus because uh, <laughs> that's a story I shouldn't tell. Oh, wow. yeah. Wow. Yeah. The time John Reese fingered you <laughs> in a boat <laughs> with his half finger. <laughs> oh, man. John Reese has uh, our old slash uh, current still management kind of. Um, uh, that that's confusing the way I just said that, but yeah, he's be our manager now. He he's is part man- of the management company that he's we our are side with. Manager. Yes, he's part of the company that we are with now. But management adjacent, um, we're his side piece. 
he got in a bar fight when he was a youngster and uh, did something, and the dude bit the whole tip of his finger off in a fight. Yeah. So he's missing a quarter of one of his fingers, and it's the most fucking amazing. Didn't he say he ripped his fucking nose off? <laughs> of his that's what he said. <laughs> yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah. That and uh, he was tw- Guns and Roses tour manager back in the day. So that this is the kind of people we were around all the time. Back, yeah, I think he stuck his finger. I think he actually ripped a human's nose off. <laughs> you can see yeah. you can see him at the Guns and Roses live in Japan video wearing yep. uh, wearing a sweet mullet, a cutoff, and. Zumbas. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, chasing slash around the crowd. <laughs> yeah. like, He's in that behind the music one, right? As well? He was in all the shit from yeah, Use Your Illusion he times. Was, yeah, he was in one of the videos as the limo driver. Whichever video where they're at the graveyard and stuff. Yeah. Uh, November Rain. No? Mm, don't cry. Don't yeah, cry. Probably don't cry. Don't. Yeah, he's, like the video, he's like the limo driver with a shotgun or some that. shit. Yeah. That's tight. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, we were so fucking pumped when... Just knowing that shit about him, you know. Yeah, remember walking into his garage? He, had, he used to have he had like weights in there, like a uh, a neighborhood like a, garage, like a, pr- a prison prison. Yeah, set. yeah. <laughs> he had a prison set. But he had and the, the plaques on the wall. Yeah, Guns and Roses platinum plaque and candle box and ninety shit like, Slipknot, upper body workouts only. Yeah, <laughs> hella bench. John Reese, <laughs> woo, my man. Hey, um, if anyone wants an update on how songwriting's going, uh, to, uh, wrote another ripper today. It's terrible. It's it's happening still. Today was fucking dope. I can't wait to hear the actual uh, demo of that. Writing songs, kicking ass, sucking dicks. <laughs> Writing songs. Kicking ass. And- <laughs> yeah. Drop that ice. Yeah, I'm feeling really fucking, really good about shit, dude. It's cool to hear it like. Feeling really mellow right now. <laughs> just jacked. Just jacked. I don't know, man. Feels good. I go through the Dropbox every day and there's like all these songs. I'm just like, oh, did that one? That one's worked out. This one's worked out. This one's worked out, and it feels spectacular. Hey, yeah. Dan, will you give me that tall can of Pepsi? I was like, what? I was like, all I see is liquid death back here. I don't know where. That- there's, there's a four by four Pepsi up there. I had a photo shoot here the other day, and it was 100 degrees outside, and I was in that room with no AC for five hours in a mask. Did you have an ice cold Pabst? No, I had liquid IV, like three of them, and like seven waters. Hey, how do we get that? Uh, it was brutal. How do we get like a on on site doctor all for our lives <laughs> to just like hook an actual IV up every time I'm hungover? Uh, how much? We, you, how much does that cost? Let's request one right now. Anyone who's listening, it's like two fifty a pop. They'll come to you. Mm-hmm. Trost. Can Any you morning at one of two? Uh huh. All right. Hey, hey. Anybody who's an actual uh, nurse, Dan Trost. That one time I got roofied come do at this the bar. My uh, my stepsister came and did that for me. She charges two fifty. She didn't charge me two fifty. I don't mm-hmm. know. She's a. Uh, Doula slash midwife, so she's she knows how to do all that shit. What'd you say, a duelist? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck does that mean? She like does she's two people. She, I challenge you to a duel. <laughs> <laughs> she's a duelist. She duels. <laughs> a doula. Oh, what kind of what kind of blade she's got? <laughs> no, a doula. What does that mean? Next time, next what time, does so, it mean? next time, someone talks shit, we're gonna be introduced to our duelist. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's fucking cool. I got a duelist waiting for you. Yeah. Uh, a duelist. I got a duelist waiting for you. Next bar fight scenario. Next time we almost start a riot at a radio show. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me introduce you to Chris Ladley, my duelist. <laughs> she does, she does, like, so she does like natural home birth shit. Oh, so she doesn't fight? No. Uh, has she ever had a rowdy baby come out? I don't know. I don't know. A rowdy baby. She had, she had to have him walk in ten, walk ten paces and turn. Yeah. No. Oh, I, don't, I don't trust this baby. Anyway, she came over and gave me an IV that next morning. I'm gonna Google when the Did first. Did she fight you? Feel good, don't it? 
Uh, what is the youngest age a baby has ever walked? <laughs> what do you guys think? Four months. Six days. I don't know. I was I was nine months. A baby human? Yeah. A baby uh, giraffe? This, this, this baby could stand at four months old. And then a six right. month a six month old walking her way into the Guinness Book of World Record. So I guess six six, six months. months. What's normal? Nine is early. Nine nine about a year. But it's is like pretty year, normal, and then about a year about normal. a year is pretty normal. Yeah, nine months would be pretty. Yeah. My, I think my Milo walked around. All right, nine what months. else should I Google? Uh, is there such thing as a duelist? <laughs> Can I get is a there such thing as a duelist? How much is it to hire a duelist? <laughs> One who duels. Everyone's duel talking too much. I just type it though. Is there such thing as a triple rainbow? <laughs> Is there such thing? Damn, triple rainbows are real. <laughs> wow. I get so hung over, I need somebody to come over and just fucking hook me up. They the, do that, to the man. Machine. I know, but I don't live in, in, the, in L.A. Or Dude, I want to know here. what it takes to get you hung over, because last week we were in California, <laughs> and you drank 10 beers and four or five sake shots, and you woke yeah. up next morning, and you're like, oh, I'm hungry. And I was like, how are you feeling? It's like, I'm all right. I felt really good, actually. I felt worse at the end of the day. Like, I was Wait, like, no, oh. No, no. How, ma- how much did you sleep, though? Uh, not, a, not a whole lot. Did you get eight? I don't know. Maybe. Then, yeah. Maybe you, like six, seven. You get to sleep. Sleep, you, sleep helps, for sure. Yeah, that's, yeah you are that, a champion sleeper, dude. I can't do dude. that. Like, if I, the, the drunker I get, the less I sleep. Alcohol destroys my sleep. My, my body goes, hey, fucker. Yeah. <laughs> But we we uh, we hung out with uh, Wiley. Shout out Wiley I from the, from though. the Soda Discord for uh, that. Just that night he came by and we went and got uh, from some food and some drinks. But we got some sake. But hey, way sake. To break, way to break that bubble, guys. Cool. <laughs> it was it was one, we hung out with a bunch of producers. He's and vaccinated. Such. Wiley was just our other songwriter. But whatever sake we had, I don't think was very strong. So, nah. like if I do like five shots of Jameson throughout the night, then I'm fucking hungover the next day. But that's dude, why I don't do shots. Yeah, I was just if like, I could not do shots ever, I'd be good. But I was just like, th- it was towards the end of the night and it was still going. And I was like, oh man, we got a session tomorrow. I wonder how this is going to go. And you just got up and you're like, hey. I was like, no fucking way. My goddamn champion. <laughs> Dan, I bet you didn't eat in and out while you were there, did you? No, we didn't. I ate Del Taco. Me <laughs> and Adam had failure. Del Taco. Yeah. We even talked to me and Ryan on the way back to the airport. I was like, we didn't eat uh, in and out one time. Failures. I was I, I I tried to figure out a way to get it and bring it home. I swear. He I was did. I was thinking about I was how like, to do that. We were. I was like, you'd have to get dry ice. I was like, it probably still yeah. would taste like shit. Yeah. Well, I thought about not you, the though. way I eat it. I think it would be fine because I don't get like <laughs> lettuce and all that bullshit. Yeah, that's on true. It. Bullshit. So yeah. he failed you. But I did go when I went and saw Brandon. I tried to go to In and Out twice, and it was on the way to the airport in Vegas. And both times I went, the lines were way too fucking long. I was mm-hmm. like, I can't wait here. I have to go to the fucking airport. I was so pissed. Yeah. Just uh, having a little sip of the Jepsons. My lord. We're getting our sponsorship. It's going to happen. Okay. Shout out Mike Cronin for hooking up. How do I get a Sailor Jerry sponsorship? Like just for me, not you guys. With great effort. (laughs) Let's have like solo member sponsorships (laughs) of alcohol. No, no, no. no. This one's for me. You can't drink from my bottle. Beers have to be PBR. We we got the PBR hookup. It's just great. Yeah, but they're killing it. But they don't make like hard stuff, you yeah. know. Mm. We need we need some uh, some like real bottles of uh, maybe PBR has like a sister company or something. I think our band needs a whiskey. I know Four Hands has real Agreed. alcohol. I think we could do yeah, it. Four Hands hey, Four Hands would give us a hey, where you at? Shit. Like get a whiskey sponsorship or make our own whiskey. Get a whiskey drink? Oh no, <laughs> get a make our drink? own. I want to do that. What's like the next I, one? <laughs> I think we could just do it once we're touring and there's like drink. consistent a consistent revenue revenue flow and our record's huge and shit. Like we could definitely. Definitely have our own whiskey. What's it called? Definitely. Mm. Papa's Potions. <laughs> I don't you throw, know. You, your turn. Duelist. <laughs> the Duelist. <laughs> the Duelist, dude. I don't 
That'd be so sweet. Uh, until the day I rye. Oh, hey, that's good. Look at that. I stole that because the fuck off and dies uh, forehands hooked us up with the until the day or uh, fuck off and rye IPA uh. one time. But until the day I rye, rye whiskey. I don't really like rye whiskey, but I'll drink it. I love whiskeys. The whiskeys. Anthem of our dying whiskey. Uh, uh, Wrong. And the whiskey will Wrong. drown. Uh, Wrong. The black whiskey. I think we need a whiskey and a skate park. Oh, and, uh, yeah. Myself. No, it's going to be called Whip His Legs Whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Whip His Legs Whiskey. We watched that the of other night. You did. Yeah, the whole episode. I had to come at it with the front. Hey, guys, I'm peeing. Can you hear it? Good job. Nope. Skinny Damn scream. it. I can't tell this story either. All right. Well, I'm going to tell it. I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm going to tell it. Right now. You know what else happened in California? You were bitten by a snake. For the first, we were in a session. We can't say names, but... The dude running the Pro Tools, the engineer, while Dan was doing vocals, fell asleep. <laughs> like, out. Like, out. Uh, he, mu- he must have been on the same thing that the guy that, uh, the same, same guy that mudded my kitchen when I had my kitchen redone. <laughs> Christy said she walked in a couple times, and he was literally like, you know, sp- spack, whatever the fuck he was Dragging doing. Dragging down the putty knife? Uh, yeah, and like... Dozing off while he was doing it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I know a lot of guys who do construction who definitely party all night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It'll yeah. be like 4 a.m. And I'm like, you got to work at 6? What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Dude dozed off in the middle and we're all looking at each other like, uh, is he, is he, is he, what, what's happening? Maybe he was like our bus driver, Robert's dog. And he had, what's he that? had narcolepsy. narcolepsy. Yeah. <laughs> it was fine. Uh, the no. song turned out cool anyway, but <laughs> yeah, we, had a, we had a weird moment in the middle where I was like, <laughs> like this okay, is a first. That's, that's interesting. I'm going to tell Steve you were talking about him. What I said was, oh, obviously I'm fucking killing this vocal take <laughs> over here, putting the fucking dude straight to sleep. Literally. You know what? That was the first time I've flown during COVID. Gotta say, uh, kind of no big deal. Just like eh. it, it was real easy. It was like weird. it was unsus. Uh, it was surprisingly, it was like less crowded less, than usual. It was easier than I everything was just. I don't know if we just timed. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I've, like yeah. was your flight good? Easy. Both, both flights were fully full, but I double masked and I just yeah. Ours were full, but like shit. like security was really easy. Like everything was on time. It just like everything was really yeah, nice. Easy. Twice. During all that, and yeah, halfway through, I forgot I was even had a mask on. Yeah, I didn't even care, dude. Both times, which I'm still wearing the same pants. I, I haven't washed these in like months, but <laughs> yes. uh, so they probably have some cum on or some or something in the mid in the midsection. <laughs> but but I was I was going through the metal detector both times on the way there and the way back, and the, the it was like the crazy machine where you put your arms up, you know, and it does the 360. But both times he's like, oh, I'm going to have to check you. And I looked at the map and it had like a little dot right on my dick area. Both <laughs> times they're like, is there anything in your pocket, sir? And I'm like, no, this no. dick. But the first guy was like totally this weird robot. dude. Wait, he's like, you guys don't have TSA pre-check? Yeah, but Ryan he doesn't. Does I have it. I tried doesn't. to get it and I, and I, fa- I failed to follow up. The, the world ended. Remember? And I never did. But it, it was a non-issue because uh, we wound up just go like I was going to, I was just going to go through where the common folk go, like yeah, Dan. The peasants. <laughs> where the peasants go, I was just going to go, but then uh, there was nobody he, he just, there. Went, there was no one in there. He's like, just go through this line. And yeah. it was like, literally no oh, one. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But both times, it was the exact same spot on my pants for some reason, but I had nothing in my pockets. The first guy sounded like idiocracy, like fully. He's like, okay, sir, <laughs> I'm going to have to check you. Um, I was like, okay, cool. 
He's like, I'm going to use the back of my hand. I'm going to have to rub you. And, uh, and he was like robot. And I was like, I started laughing. I was like, dude, it's all good. Do whatever you want, dude. I was like, it's fine. Hey, fuck me. And he's like, okay, <laughs> sir. Like after I was like, yeah. And he's like, okay. And was then it like, here or LA? I think that one was here. And then in LA it happened again. But that dude, that dude was just like, I'm going to have to, he's like, would you like a private screening? I was like, no, dude, just check they it. I was like, I don't rule. got anything. They I changed the rules on that shit because like you used to, if you were in the same like grouping Whoever had TSA pre-check, everybody got it. it. It's like something has to be all on the same booking. No, it, yeah. that doesn't even he, matter he anymore. Asked. I asked he twice. Ask. I asked two separate people. They said no. When we, went, when we went to Mexico, Christy was like with me. Yeah. And she didn't have it. So Were you had, on the same reservation? Yeah. Yeah. That, well, that's the thing. Yeah. Because you were on the same reservation. But we should have been on the same well, we reservation. We are too, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Doesn't but matter. it didn't used to be like that. Oh. It used to be if you were on the same reservation, the same grouping, the same, the whole thing, like everybody on that got it. Yeah. I think when I got my vasectomy, they put some metal in my, in my balls or <laughs> something. Because there's yeah. something put going a microchip on. In there. We, something we, in my midsection here. We toured like when I had it and nobody else had it and everybody had it. Mm. I think I remember that. The global entry thing is fucking horseshit too if you're trying yeah. to like be with people. Yeah. Because like we came back in from Mexico and... Christy was with me, and I was like, well, I guess I'll just stand in this fucking line. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. watching all these other people, like, go through the global entry thing. I'm like, cool, so I'm glad I paid for that. Oh, cool, dude, cool, cool. okay, I thought you were saying, because, like, this, like, the times we've used it, I feel like we didn't get through any faster. I, sometimes I felt like it was even slower. It's worse now because more people have it. Like, the last time when I went to Utah to see Brandon, there was just as many people in the TSA pre-check line as there was in the regular Oh, I'm talking about global entry. Like when you leave the country and come back in, you have to go through that immigration process yeah, and all that shit. It's not like I'm it's like, about global warming. It's hot outside, bro. It's not even. <laughs> it's, no, it's like it's. And you it's, know that shit's man-made. It's kind of like it's a you pain know in cell the phones ass to is do man-made. the global entry thing. It's what? It's kind of a pain in the ass. It's like it doesn't yeah work like it should. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, on airplanes like tight. supposed to be like a little safer than than like. Like your risk for COVID on a flight isn't really that gnarly because the way the air circulated, yeah, the filtration system yeah. and shit is supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, it's pre- supposed to be pretty safe. Yeah, I, I mean, ran- random it, thought. If it but, wasn't you know. safe, there would be so many more people that got COVID from flying. You'd yeah. hear way more about it. Like yeah. a whole flight mm-hmm. would have it. I just here's what I think. It's like I I got to go there for work, so it's like I'm just gonna do everything I can do. And uh, it's about all you can do. So it's like, I'm not going to fucking freak out about it. I'm not going to worry about it. It's like, you know. Go on and be all you can be, man. I'm going to be all I can be. <laughs> hey, remember when we were in LAX and uh, <laughs> those two ladies were like yelling at each other right before we got on the flight? Yeah. She's like, I don't give a fuck about this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. She's like, fuck that bitch. And I was, we're just sitting there like, what the fuck is happening right now? Like right before we got on the like, flight. Like right, right like face to face with the person? They were like right behind us. Yeah. They were all getting on the same flight to they St. Louis. I was like, this is going to be insane. Like. She was you're fucking. Gonna, you're heated. gonna be on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I, that's all I thought about. Yeah. All those videos I keep seeing of people fighting yeah. on planes. Yeah, <laughs> but once we get on the plane, there was not an issue. But dude, she was fucking pissed. Yeah, I don't even. I, I even said to you, I was like, "What the fuck does she have to be mad about right now? Like, what's going on? I don't know. What could she possibly be yelling at somebody about? It's six a.m. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We had to leave it. Like, we left the house at five a.m. Oh, that's fun. I love those ones. Yeah, good times. Neat. Yeah, <laughs> but it was perfect because then it's like that night I slept. Like, fucking hard, so I got back on my schedule, you know? Mm. Well, I left right in the middle of the day, 
it was a motherfucker. Like basically rush hour going from North Hollywood to LAX. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So actually ours was probably great because we had no yeah. traffic. No, yeah. no it took nobody like a full hour. Plus my hangover didn't kick in until like the motion of the car and the shitty Uber driver and the hard brakes and everything started to fucking churn it up. Yeah. You know, you didn't go to a dispensary and get you a little snack before you got on the plane. <laughs> Dude, I kept trying to find time to go and I didn't. Yeah. There, there was dispensaries everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Especially on that last day. I saw him like everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Or that day that we were, or maybe that was the last, last day. I don't know. But dude, it was the, that California has a lot of weed. That was the first time ever we've been in California. Granted, I mean, taking into consideration that we lived there for a year and we've been there, oh, I don't know, 48 times for other, for like music videos and tour and all that shit. I guess since we left to all of our sessions at at like noon, you know, and didn't get home until like after, dude, it was like. I felt like I was just driving around here. Yeah, we didn't like, hit traffic one like, time the like, whole time we were there. Yeah, we didn't hit traffic once, which is like fucking unheard of, you know? That's yeah. probably why they all start the sessions at noon or one. Yeah, and it was, like, everything fuck, was just so morning. chill and our house was so chill. It's like, I, I for real, like, like, I felt like I lived there after people a couple were, days. Were people you know? wearing masks outside? Dude, that's big difference. Some, yes. Yeah, yeah. No. Sometimes. I, I, so every morning, uh, I like would do my workout and just like walk around and shit in the morning. How did bands treat you? Every fucking dope. Thank you. I hooked them onto the railing and did all my shit. Anyway, every single person walking outside on the sidewalk, no one else around. Every single person was wearing a mask. Like people in their cars by themselves wearing masks. Yeah. I saw. Weird. I saw. Oh yeah, that, dude. Yeah. And, and like, I'm not that gonna like. Bizarre to me. I'm not gonna get political about it. Like, I'm not gonna tell anyone anything. You do what's right for you. But it seems... Hey, you do, you've done. It was kind of like... I don't know. I'm just like... I, I, I'm with the science, right? Mm-hmm. I think the science would show if you're alone on a sidewalk and there's no other people around in the sunshine, you're pretty goddamn safe. Or so it kind of made yourself. I was just kind of like, whoa, that's wild, you know? But hey, if it makes you feel yeah. better, yeah. cool. Yeah. You know? you know? I wonder how many people just have it on and they're just used to having it on. Like the other day, I forgot what I did, but I went in somewhere real quick and I had it on and I went back to my car... And it wasn't until a few minutes later that I realized, oh, shit, I still have this on. I think there's probably um, that, but I think yeah, mostly of, yeah. we came from Missouri. Yeah. So it's like a stark. My kids do yeah. that, though. It's like, a stark. Oh, if yeah, we yeah. go to the store, yeah. like. Yeah, my hey, kids won't take it off when I pick them up from school. I'm like, yeah. Dude, babe, you can take that off. Yeah, yeah. like, oh, yeah. She's hey, like, oh. We're, we're going to fucking Target or whatever. Just yeah. on the ride home, she'll still be wearing it. Yeah. They'll get in the car and yeah. they'll put their mask on. I'm yeah, like, I have to remind my you kids. You don't have to wear it every day. If you don't like, want. You're like it's just normal. Yeah, yeah, you get used to it and then you don't even think about it. But but well, coming uh, from here, especially but where for I, the most part, it wasn't like any different there. Like you know, it's, it's just it, people have it on inside in stores and everybody leave, was cool about as everything. As soon as I leave the store, I'm like, I rip it off. Maybe it's where I live, where like throughout this whole thing, it's been like until they mandated it in certain stores or most stores, it's like. Dude, where I live, there's no fucking masks. Like no, like none. And then going to California where every single person well, even, you look at is wearing one outside walking by themselves. Well, even you know? like the county now because like the weird like mandate is so like, eh. Yeah. We, we enforced it. No, we didn't. Like half yeah. the people It's very do it confusing and around our area bizarre. right now. Yeah. yeah. I just wear it. I don't care enough. Yeah, same. It's just part of life now. Yeah, I don't give a shit. I'm out here raw dogging this air, bro. <laughs> until somebody says, hey, you for real don't have to wear it. I 100,000%. raw dogged air inside of a building, bro? <laughs> I, Sick. I do not, 1,000%, I do not wear it outside. Oh, like, I, I don't. No, fuck no. That. no. If I walk by people and shit or it's going to be crowded, I do it. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I yeah. just don't think about I it. I haven't enough. been, like this year, my kid's school, like if you pick people up, you don't have to wear it outside in the building area none of the teachers do anymore yeah so i don't know i don't, I don't give a fuck I have but a hard last year time. everybody had to outside too when i, was I have like, a hard enough time breathing as it is 
like in general without a mask, like having it on is very like claustrophobic and like, yeah, I just can't. Yeah. As soon as I can take it off, it's off. Done. Like a condom. No, I don't have to wear those anymore though. I yeah. still do. Well, I don't want to give my wife any diseases, you know what I'm saying? You know, I've been out in Cali, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, you guys were in Cali, right? Just kidding, babe. Just kidding. Cali. Guys, shut up. Shut up. Don't tell her. Do people really say Cali for real in California? No, when I lived there, nobody said that shit. I didn't hear anybody Dude, call you know it Cali. Nobody but LL Cool J can say Cali. Right. Dude, I was watching uh, some movie that was filmed like in 2001 or something like that. I forgot what it is, but they were saying sick. Fast and Furious. Uh, I still don't say the word sick. Was it thrice? I can't, but dude, it's been like 20 years and people are still saying sick. Like yeah. tight, same thing, dope. Yeah. yeah. Like shit. Dope's certain, been happening since the 80s. I'm just yeah. saying they have, their, they have their, you know, waves of I'm just saying there's certain things that like have just kind of always been there. Yeah. You know, it's kind of weird. I, I always Rad think of like. came back. Rad's really fucking cool again right now. I always think mm. of sick as something in the last like five, seven years or whatever, you know, I don't think about it like from 2001. Wait, what about yeah. my guy? My guy. Hey. Oh, man, yeah. Dude, did you? <laughs> we were working with this dude. He goes, we got a hit here, my guy. Uh, you told yeah. me that. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, we were like, yes. There's got to be some like regional pockets for different words. Like sick is probably maintained in Southern California since its beginning. You know, mm-hmm. like we probably said tight here in St. Louis longer than any other place. You know what I mean? Maybe. got to be some regional shit. There was shit. definitely a lot of shit. Just like when we all went there in 2001 and two, it's like, whoa, they say a lot of different shit in California, and, you know, in Southern California <laughs> than they do in Missouri or Bruh. in fucking Boston. They got a whole different fucking set of lingo that happens, you know? B-R-A-H. Bruh. Bruh. B-R-E-H. B-R-U-H. With, with the internet. That's where you're from. With YouTube and the connectivity of everything, yeah. people are definitely kind of less different than they used to be. Like, like the sure. coast doesn't change you as much because... Uh, the content is all the yeah, same yeah. for everybody. You know what I mean? Well, now, like living it's here, not so isolated. Like when we were growing up, like anything from like vocabulary to um, like fashion, it was always like two, three years like late. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like compared to everything yeah. else, because yeah. we would watch skate videos, like people that lived on like like the coasts, whether it was New York or California, and like you'd see those skate videos, and then like a year or two later. The, uh, everyone else that didn't yeah. watch skate videos would start dressing like that. Yeah. Chicago mm-hmm. would get it and then St. Louis would finally get it. Mm-hmm. And we were only ahead of like Omaha or something. <laughs> like, that's the only thing we were cooler than. <laughs> yeah. Little Rock. Little Rock and Omaha. Yeah. St. Louis had a little edge on them. But yeah, we were behind the curve on all that shit. Yeah. 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 Sometimes we're so far behind that like we make shit cool again. <laughs> yeah. Like Josh is still wearing his dickies from, from the 90s. and Turns now, out now they're, they're cool, cool again. Now they're yeah. cool again. Hey. Sorry. <laughs> you don't have to be sorry anymore. Just own it. I was never really sorry. I know. I was more just mad. So yeah. mad. All yeah. right. Uh, you want to be done now? Yeah, I guess we didn't yeah. have a whole lot to say this week because we've been working real hard on this fucking new record. We've been real hard. We're getting we're getting there. So Dan's right. got cum on his pants. I got fucking... <laughs> Every time we're working, we're really I either, hard. I either have metal balls or cum in my <laughs> pants. I don't know which it is, but... It's a really, really hard, thick cum stain. All right, guys, eat shit. <laughs> All right, hey, everybody, thanks for uh, for listening. Actually, um, I heard you guys had a weak ass suck one last week too. Well, we can't recreate it without you. Yeah, you could put in some effort though. Hey, bef- after did I try? After everyone me? goes to patreon.com slash story of the year and uh, supports our band in this podcast, what do you think they should do? What do I think they should do? Yeah, fucking suck one.
Bro, you know cell phones is man-made, bro. Come on, stop tripping. And this cheesesteak, this cheesesteak about to be bomb.